Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. You have found it. This is You Have Offended This Podcast. We are the biggest, the baddest, and the best martial arts movie podcast kicking around these parts of the internet. My name is Mike McCarran, and with me, as always, is the man who beat every other version of himself in alternate universes, Chad Lindsay. How you doing, buddy? Yeah, it was quite easy. Turns out that I'm a pussy in every universe. So it, was a, <laughs> it was an easy W. Easy shot down. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. This I, is... became, I became the one in the easiest fight of all time. Yeah, in the easiest level. Um, <laughs> this is fun. Like, you and I, I, I remember this coming out in the theater, and you and I going to see this together uh, at the Bedford Empire. Yep. Uh, I I watched it, and I felt exactly the same as i did the first time i watched it like it's 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 not a bad movie but it's not a super fantastic movie it's it's kind of right down the middle and i can't quite put my finger on it but there's just it just doesn't it doesn't excite me or 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 take me to a spot that i want a martial arts action film to take me to but again i absolutely love jet lee i love the fucking crazy music and soundtrack yeah uh, just it's just not one of those best of the best, and I don't mean the film best of the best. I mean, it's just like it's not one of those top shelf. It's not one of those top shelves for me personally. No, I'm the, I'm the exact same way. When I remember seeing it in the theater, but I don't. Rem- I when I watched it again a couple times for the podcast, I I didn't remember anything about it. Like it was, it's one of those. It it came out. You know, I think it was t- two years after the Matrix, and I think this is one of those ones that tried to be the matrix but put martial arts in it a little bit more with a with a legit martial arts star like jet lee yeah and it just didn't i don't know man it just felt like kind of a throwaway thing and that's not the fault of anybody who's in it like you know jet lee's awesome jason statham in an early role here is really good fucking delroy lindo's awesome love that delroy lindo's always awesome like anytime he shows up you know you're in for a treat yeah that dude's never bad like it's carla gugino she's the shit Oh my god! As soon as I saw that she, I, like, I, I had forgotten that she was in it, um, yeah. and it just reminded me of when, when Patton Oswalt was writing those uh, movie <laughs> yeah. reviews under Neil Cumston, and he yeah. reviewed Sin City, yep. and he said that as soon as every, as soon as she appeared on screen, he thought about going down to the store and getting an extra pause button installed on his remote. Like, <laughs> yep, <laughs> like it's it's again. There's nothing really offensive, and I don't quite know where it is but it doesn't it doesn't amp me up you know what i mean like the music the music kind of amps you up because it's it's very that early 2000s um mix techno hardcore kind of yeah yeah like it's 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 good but again it just doesn't get me over the edge if uh if that makes sense yeah oh no totally i'm i'm exactly in the same spot because it's everything here should work you know what i mean like it's everything all the pieces are in place the martial arts uh choreographer was Corey Yuen. Yeah. Who we just did in like Yes Madam, which was the shit. And like well, you know, he did no retreat, no surrender in Millionaire uh Millionaire Express and stuff and the transporter and stuff. Like he's he knows what he's doing. I think the problem is uh, again, like we kind of covered it before in one of the other movies with editing and direction and just poor choices with special effects or maybe it wasn't poor choices, maybe it was budget. Yeah, it might be it might be budget. I mean, you know, I've said this many times that I'm not a fan of 
generally not a fan of computer-generated graphics, and there's a scene where Jet Li picks up a motorcycle in each hand yeah. and thunderclaps a cop, <laughs> cop. Yeah. to death. Um, and usually, again, it's the um, I usually say that the CGI doesn't have any weight. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. it doesn't have its own uh, mass. It looks like it's about to fly away. And I think that's what a lot of the stuff in this film does. Like there's some cool stuff, yeah. but... Again, it's just that mass weight physics thing that doesn't quite sell for me. And yeah. I don't think it's a product of its time because, you know, we've had movies previous to this film uh, with bigger budgets, of course, where the computer generated graphics look much better. Like even Terminator 2, uh, which came out 10 years before this, yeah. Um, yeah, had, exactly. had more realistic CGI. So, again, like I'm not hating on the film. It's it's almost like I want this to be better because I respect everybody in it, if that makes sense. Yeah, Just like, totally. I, I really want this to be really good, and maybe because all these big names are in it might be being a little bit hard on it because i mean we just did like fatal deviation and stuff like that and we're like fuck i had so much fun um and i think with this film i don't have the fun you know what i mean like i yeah. have a lot more fun watching fatal deviation and laughing my ass off where this one it it just it just comes off a little bit flat no disrespect just a little bit flat it's not one of my it it, it was never like a go-to i saw it in the theater with you and I saw it for, on the on the rewatch for the podcast. Yeah, same, same. I mean, if you're going to compare, like this movie, it came out in 2001, had a budget of 49 million, which is not a small budget, but I think a lot of that went to talent, right? Because, like you said, the names are big here. Like you've got good names, yeah. and if you look two years prior to the Matrix, the Matrix came out in '99, that had a budget of 63 million. Yeah. So there's, you know, there's a $14 million discrepancy there in budget, and that'll get you a lot of special effect difference. Yeah. But there was another thing about the, the, the Matrix. I think, you know, honestly, one of my favorite scenes in the Matrix is when Neo and Trinity are on the roof. Yes. And they did such a good job with the concept because there's a helicopter and Keanu's like, do you know how to fly that? And she's like, not yet. And she pulls out a fucking flip phone and says, I need the program to do this. And then they just do this cut of her eyes fluttering in the matrix and then back in the chair. And then she's like, let's go. Like there's no special effect there, but they did such a good job at creating the world that you basically shat and came at the same time <laughs> when she said, let's go. Yeah. You were just like, ah, everything's going. And that was just edits. Well, uh, and you know, just in edit and storytelling made everybody, when she said, let's go, just go. Oh, holy fuck. She knows how to fly a helicopter. <laughs> she now, fly she a downloaded helicopter. a fucking program right like, now. Like, <laughs> like that moment for me was almost like a crescendo of, you know, creating that universe and creating that world. And I, I didn't really feel it in this film. I felt like, okay, this is ripping off the Matrix a bit. This is ripping off Highlander a little bit. Yeah. Like, I, I, I don't think it really kind of stood and made its own mark. But, uh, again, I feel like I'm being extra hard on it. And, and I think it's just because I really, really think that uh, everybody in this film did their best. I, I, and I just think it came off came up, came up a little short. Yeah. Well, and, and like you just said, we're, we're coming off of... You know, we had a week off there where The Last Dragon came out. But before that, we had Fatal Deviation and then New York Ninja behind that. So we're coming off extraordinarily low-budget movies, Fatal Deviation being zero. Yes. And, you know, now we're jumping to a budget of nearly $50 million. 
So my expectations for this were like, okay, let's roll. I remember this movie a little bit. And it just, again, it didn't, it didn't flap for me, but I think that was partially my expectations being set and partially comparing it to other movies of and before that time. So, yeah. All right, man. Well, let's roll into this. Uh, Before we do that, always thank you to the patrons, Mike and Mike. You guys rule. Thank you for your contributions to the podcast. If you would like to become a patron, please go to patreon.com slash you have offended this podcast. You can choose from a different uh, level of support there. Starting at just five bucks a month, we'll get you access to the entire podcast on Sunday. You don't have to wait for the parts to come out Monday through Friday. Uh, and you will skip this little pitch to to get your patronage. If you don't want a recurring bill from Patreon, you can go to the, the podcast homepage, which is offendedpodcast.com. You can go there to the merch store, buy something, uh, buy something cool. You can rep the podcast with whatever you want, t-shirts, hats, mugs, whatever. And that gives us a little bit over here to uh, to help us keep rolling with what we do. Follow us on our social media if you would, because that'll let you know what's up with us. On Twitter, we are at YHOTP. On Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and TikTok, we are You Have Offended This Podcast. So check us out there. You'll see what's coming up. Uh, We'll give you little hints here and there. You can interact with us. We're fairly active on there, and you can let us know what you'd like to see, favorite scenes, movies, anything like that. We would love to hear from you. All right, so let's jump right into this. Uh... We get kind of a, a decent little scene off the top here, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, there's a, a, a scene where the... Is it Gabe Yuma? Is that right? I actually like this... Well, this particular character that we're introduced to is Jet Li as Lawless. So, just for anyone who hasn't seen this film, story-wise, it does... There's a couple of things that this film does really, really well. And setting up the universe, I think, is is a good way to do it. It's essentially, there's a multiverse. We kind of get this graphic overlay at the beginning. Yeah. Uh, we have a multiverse and there is, there's a duplicate of you or every person in each universe. And essentially when one of those persons dies, their life force energy, what have you is released out. And that energy is now shared amongst the other versions of you in the various universes. Yeah. So it's just like, okay, they're okay. All right. I'm in like, it's a pretty simple concept that for, for people to get. And they, they do this little voiceover at the beginning to kind of bring us up to speed. It's not bad. It's okay. It, it, it seems to only apply to Jet Li though. Yeah. Well, Jet Li. Like if for, I, for I universe consistency, like if you're talking plot holes and shit, like, you know, when Carla, oh. spoiler alert, when Carla Gugino's character gets killed a little later, TK, by Eula, her other alternate universe selves apparently would get a little jack in power there too. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's not dealt I mean, with because it's him, right? It's talking about Jet Li. So, so the opening scene, it, we it's kind of hard to describe here, but like let's um, the opening scene, you're going in blind. So when, as, as an audience member, you basically see a special forces team uh, with Dean Norris, who is fucking awesome. Love Dean Norris. They do a really good job at showing these guys suiting up. There's a television in the background, and it's like President Al Gore, which is a really cool way that they kind of unfold this story. These guys are walking through the hallways of a prison, and they're basically doing a prisoner transfer. And Jet Li is the prisoner, and his name in this is Lawless, because that's his name your kid that, obviously, you know, that's the type of life they're going to have. Um <laughs> But I remember in the theater, 
I remember laughing because Jet Li is doing this fucking bobblehead thing. Yes, like, yeah. He's trying to be like a villain, so he's just kind of like acting like, "Hey, man, I don't care," and he's kind of just like shaking his head, like, "Yeah, I don't even give a fuck. I'm not even gonna keep my head still." Like it's a weird, <laughs> like it's weird. Okay, it's it's really fucking weird. It's a different choice. Yeah, there's some weird choices in the movie with respect to. I know that's not a com- comedic choice, but it kind of comes across a little bit as one. His little shaky head, like, all right, I'm gonna <laughs> shake my head. How you doing? But there's, yeah, it's, there's it's a thing later where they, they they show him in different universes with all these yes. fucking weird haircuts and blonde hair and shit, yes. like, yes. which is clearly played for comedy. But it's just a weird choice I found. I don't know. So yeah, the the cops are basically escorting him. They put him in riot gear. He gets two steps out of his cell, and a guy throws a friggin' homemade knife into the uh, body armor. And then, of course, Jet Li throws a sidekick at the prison bars and bends the prison bars, which, again, cool. it's it's kind of cool. It's kind of cool. Like, again, structurally, story-wise, this is very good. Yeah. Like, story-wise, the way that it's written and the way that it's presented is really, really good. Like, I have to give it really high marks. It's the execution of the emotional elements that I think come a bit short. So, yeah. the cops essentially get Jet Li's character down to the parkade. And that's when we get our first action scene. There's basically somebody running through the uh, uh, ventilation system and Jet Li is shot in the eye in like the first first five minutes of the of the movie. And you're like, holy Wait shit. Wait a minute. <laughs> and the cops just start fucking pumping lead up into the, uh, the, into the air vents. Yeah, yeah it's, and there's some good practical stuff in there. Like Dean Norris is shooting his gun and when he stops, there's smoke coming out of the barrel. Like actual, like smoke coming in it's not digital there's some haze in the air because they all have uh flashlights so you get that nice beaming effect uh very cool flashlight so really like there's stuff in here again like when i say it's flat it makes me feel bad because there's stuff in here that they that they do really well uh uniforms are good gun looks realistic the shots the the shots are good as well and they're basically shooting up in the vents, and they turn them into Swiss cheese. And then, of <laughs> oh, course, yeah. that's when that's when our second Jet Li comes out and fucking straight kicks the shit out of them. And the martial arts are are half decent; like they're they're not bad. Listen, the martial arts are good. My my issue is the amount of CG and the quality of the CG. Yes, and I I don't know I I I couldn't find who did it. I don't think I probably looked that hard, but. I mean, Jet Li is badass. Jet Li is no joke. He can do the shit that he looks like he's doing on screen. That's yes. that's him. Like, you know, we did Fearless, and that was awesome. Uh, he's a tremendous martial artist. So to see him in here doing his thing is awesome. It's just the weird... The, the, the CG is just... It's... You know when they talk about robots, and they try and make a robot person, and they say it, it doesn't yeah. cross the uncanny valley, they call it? Yes, yes, yes. Where it, you can tell it's a person even if it looks really fucking good. This just doesn't yeah. pass that valley. There's a weird little thing. Like, when he comes down and kicks these cops, like, he's throwing cops up in the air and then, like, kicking them like you'd kick a fucking tennis ball out of the air. And they're just flying. Yeah, I think that's I think that's my problem is the physics, right? Yes, I do, yeah. I do like it because there's one moment where Jet Li kicks Jet Li, like <laughs> the dead body. Yes. And he kicks him and the body goes 
flying and takes out like six cops yeah. and then like in my head like i'm like okay force equals mass times acceleration so his mass is the same because he's the same fucking guy so i'm like yeah. well then the only way that that would work is if he had tremendous acceleration and then i was like well the acceleration would be so fast that it would, it would his foot would just slice through the body yes like like a like fucking water floss through butter <laughs> yeah yeah it just <laughs> it would just slice him in two and again i'm not trying to I'm not trying to sound like I'm nitpicking. It just, it's not superhero stuff. Like they're saying like, okay, yeah, he just has, he's super strong and he's super fast. Like he runs out of the parkade and this is probably one of the only car chases where all the cops are chasing him and Jet Li's on foot. Yes. Right? They're they're in cars and helicopters and he's actually clocked. They're like, he's going 50 miles an hour, uh, which... <laughs> which was hilarious to see, right? Because they basically just kind of, you know, do the you know, do the speeding up the camera and stuff like that. Yeah. They're skip framing um, or something because again, the, the physics yeah. looks weird. It looks like the old flash cartoon. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but it's, they're going back and forth where he's, where it's literally gently running on the street where he looks like a guy running on the street to this yes. weird skip frame sped up footage of him keeping up with a fucking cop car. Yeah. And yeah. And they don't quite match. I think that's the the thing that just kind of throws, throws you out of the movie a bit they don't quite match but yeah they do one stunt that's not bad but again it looks a little like it wasn't composited is uh, that when he jumps off the properly. car he jumps off the car and grabs the um the street light. Uh, grabs the street light yeah. and he's hanging off that which was, was pretty cool man i enjoyed honestly, that it was pretty cool but it looked a little fake yeah um but the shot but from above get... where he's coming up at the light that was kind of cool yes yeah it wasn't bad at all it wasn't bad at all but then we get our introduction here now pulling up of our two cops from the universe, and that is Agent uh, Evan Funch and Agent Harry Rodecker, which is Jason Statham and Delroy Lindo, respectively. And they are now seeing whatever his name, Eulaw. It's it's Eulaw is the bad guy, and Gabe Gabe Law is the the good Jetty yeah. that they end up coming with, right? Yeah, the the hero of the movie or whatever. But they're all just different. Versions they're all just of yeah, them, but yeah, him, yeah. whatever the fuck. But they come up, uh, they, the two cops, what's his face, Rodecker and, and Funch here, come up and try and capture Jet Li. And they've got these cool-ass guns with these badass sights that, like, put this little laser dot on him and stuff. And Jet Li's standing there trying to do something on his watch. And Statham comes in, Funch comes in with his little Star Trek, whatever the fuck it is, little thing. It's Dude, it's a fucking old Motorola fucking flip yeah. phone. <laughs> that when he opens it, they overlay fucking CGI graphics on it. That's basically what it is. A little satellite dish thing that comes up, yeah. Yeah, and Jet Li's basically pulling out his watch because he's killed this version of himself, and now he's basically trying to get the fuck out and go to the other universe. Yeah. And essentially, Statham and Lindo are there. They got the guns on them. I don't know why they don't kill him, but they're like, no, we got to bring him like they... Delroy Lindo's like, no, we got to bring him back and make him face justice what he or did. whatever the fuck, yeah, face justice and all this stuff. When you know somebody who's amassing that amount of power for evil, you just fucking kill them, right? But they don't. Statham's Statham's okay in this. Like, I fucking love the guy. I actually thought he was great in the, the first movie I saw him in was Snatch, and then I saw Lockstock second. So you know, I've been a fan of his since around the time that this film came out. But he's he's not it's not his best acting in this film. It's it's just not quite his best acting. Yeah, and I think that goes to the writing and the just the script itself and the the storyline. Like it's just a weird there's there's obviously a lot of green screen. Like when they when Delroy Lindo comes out of the garage here 
and they grab Jet Li, and they do that, like, head shake, quantum tunneling, whatever yeah. the fuck they call it, where they break apart, and they're like... I can imagine them standing in front of a green screen, yelling and shaking their heads. Yeah. And just like... Aah! Yeah. And him just thinking, this is... I'm not doing this. This is stupid. Like, Delroy Lindo doesn't even shake his yeah. head, like, because he's Delroy Lindo. and yeah, doesn't, Delroy doesn't fucking like, have to, because like, he's Delroy yeah, motherfucking no, I, I, Lindo. I, 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 I don't do that. I'm not shaking <laughs> my... I got a headache. Fuck you. I'm not shaking my head. Fuck it. Fuck that. Get somebody to shake Just my head. Make my head shake with your digital animation <laughs> shit, motherfucker. Like. <laughs> and that concludes part one of the podcast. Come back tomorrow for part two, and then Wednesday, Thursday, Friday for three, four, and the exciting conclusion, part five. If you would like to get the full podcasts again, go to patreon.com slash you have offended this podcast to become a patron for as low as $5 a month. You can get all of our full podcasts on Sunday night before everybody else. If you don't want to do that, you can go to offendedpodcast.com and you can buy some merchandise there. That'll give us a little bit of a help and it'll also give you something cool to rep the podcast that you know you love. You can also follow us on our social media. So go to Twitter at YHOTP, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. You can just search You Have Offended This Podcast. Leave us your film recommendations there. Anything you want to see, we are open to as long as it has kick and punching and some violence. So we'd love to hear from you. Please engage with us. Please leave us a review anywhere you download your podcast. That would be greatly appreciated. If you could, please also recommend us to your friends, family, loved ones, hated ones. We will take recommendations anywhere we can get them. Thanks once again for listening, and you have offended this podcast. We'll be back in your ears soon.